You're listening to The Soju Sessions, episode 26 on the Soju Talk Nation podcast feed. I'm your host, Crispy, also known as Crispy Wonton, or simply just Anton. And on today's episode, Wolf from the Soju Talk Nation, mod, and uh, just overall pretty chill guy, Um, he's kind of sad all the time, Um, joins the show to talk about a number of things, and I really just wanted to complete the moderator um, introduction interview sessions that I've, I've had over the past few months. Um, I think it's been a really nice way to get to know everyone, to put names to faces, well, voices, I suppose, um, and really get the story and history of how we all got here and how we're all brought together and why we're still here, why we um, are so enamored by this fandom and this community and you know, are really grateful for Soju Talk bringing us all together. So, yeah, without further ado, um, coming up, my conversation with Wolf on the Soju Sessions. Joining Soju Sessions this week, all the way from Aruba, um, an island place, you know, a pretty chill location leading to a chill person seemingly on the outside with a lot of internal angst and uh, conflict, Um, you know, constantly listening to sad music, trying to express himself and yet attaching to very muscular men (laughs) of uh, of all backgrounds. We have Wolf. Moderator Hello. from Soju Talk. Welcome, Wolf. Um, Hello. Thanks, thanks for coming on. You know, um, you know, I do these, these long intros just to kind of like set the table and you know loosen everyone up. But um, I think for it you, works. Yeah, I think for you, I, I, I don't think you need, require loosening up. I think you are just pretty chill and calm. I'm just there and there. I'm just there. Um, <laughs> And you're you're very uh, open about the things that you uh, are interested in, to say the yeah. least. Yeah, it's it's good and bad. It's good and bad to be open. Well, you know, I like being bullied. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's, it somehow d- devolves into bullying, but then it gets spun back where you just say something that confuses everyone, and then everyone falls into uh, like perverted uh, conversation. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have that effect. It's not my fault. It is my fault, but it isn't. Yeah. Oh, kind of a tangent. Have you seen Shang-Chi yet? I have. It's okay. really good. All right. So, Aquafina's character. Yeah. Uh, the story of how they met. It was actually kind of funny. Uh, when you brought up bullying, it, it reminded me of her story where um, Sean was about to get beat up in school and then Aquafina started to sing Hotel yeah. California to confuse the bullies. <laughs> it's all about confusion. Um, and I, I actually like now can associate that with you after that 10 second little bit. Thank you. Hey, Aquafina is amazing in that movie. You know, it's amazing. She's kind, she's kind of a carry, kind of. She kind of him, um, her and um the other um uh, the, the sister uh, Mandarin, the Mandarin. Oh, the Mandarin. The Mandarin. Mm-hmm. I, it was very weird to have him there because it's very random in a sense, but it was really good comedic like relief. Really, the movie really there. light. Yeah, it was really just random, and I liked it. It was just very funny when he did. Yeah. At first, I was just very confused. And then yeah. they kind of allowed the story to play out. And you see that, oh, he has a connection to this animal. That is also very weird. 
but that is your guide. That is your spirit guide. And uh, I guess it's the story that, uh, you know, everything has its place and purpose, no matter how yeah. weird and uh, unsettling. Uh, the movie was be. great, though. Love the movie. I was very, I was very doubtful of Marvel after Endgame and everything. Like, Black Widow was good, but Black Widow wasn't amazing either. It wasn't something new. It wasn't something, the plot wasn't like that amazing either. But then you have this movie that came out and it was, it, it reignited the passion I had for Marvel when the other movies were coming out, which is great because now I'm excited. <laughs> nice. This is turning into uh Soju Talk Nerd Talk. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, another aside, like I've been wanting to do a show where we talk about like nerdy things and nerdy movies for you should, a yeah. while now. Um, but I just haven't been able to like crack the format and like the idea. But um, I think I think you are now included in that mix of people who I'd like <laughs> to have on. Um, and yeah, maybe if it's a movie, if it's a movie that I'm interested in, it's very instead of movie or a TV show or sometimes a game too. I'm not that kind of person that's into shooting games, so like Overwatch and stuff like that. I suck at them. That's many. Of my, I have like 300 hours in PUBG. Still suck at it. <laughs> but if it's movies or like very chill game. I would love to do it. Nice. Okay, that, that I will. I will keep that in mind and just I'll I'll, I'll work I'll workshop something to to get everyone to talk about other things aside from K-pop. But K-pop itself is just a nice way for us to all come together, and you know it's kind of the start, the foundation of all of our friendships here on the Discord server at Soju Talk K-pop Podcast. So, you know, I like to start by getting um, you know, the origin story of kind of the first timers on the show. So how did it all begin for you, Wolf? How did you find K-pop? And um, kind of take me through that growing process of K-pop through the years. It was very much my sister's influence. It was mainly my sister's influence most of the time, like 80%. Because when I was growing up, she would listen to it and I would hear it like nonchalantly in the background. When we go into her car, she'd play it. When I would be at home, she'd play it in her room, and I would probably annoy her. I would always go to annoy her. That's like the job of a younger brother. But so she kind of introduced me to that. At first, obviously, you're like, oh, it's another language. Why am I listening to this? But then after like a few months of just listening to it, I started vibing to it. And thus, when I was older, I guess I got my own interest in it. I'm not really sure how that started. Like, I always listened to it because of my sister, but then, like, one year I decided, okay, I'll go listen to it by myself. And that's kind of how it, like, started with me and K-pop. Nice. It still influences me, but now I've started to get my own, like, I don't know, vibe, I guess, for the the genre. Yeah, like, finding your own way, finding your own, like, personality within K-pop. That's an an amazing story that you kind of shared that with your sister, um, to start, uh, your sister is also very well known on the server. She's, uh, you know, she comes in and out, but what then, a loser. but then uh, everyone seems to celebrate her. Clearly, not you, and that's okay. No, it's fine. Everybody loves my sister more than me. Uh, you know, and and she does. She, like... she spends far less time than you here, and yet she yeah. does get a lot more of the love between the two of you. Kind of sad. I'm sure. Now they do it on purpose, and I'm sure they do. That's why I love them, but I hate them. <laughs> is it on purpose or is it kind of just like we'll tell them it's I don't a joke know. but um, I wouldn't be surprised 
If but everyone, I would be surprised if everyone's conspiring <laughs> against you. Yeah, well, you know, you're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear that a lot from me. It's gonna be like, si sí, pero no, like yes, but no, because I do that a lot. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> it's it's very like the the in between answer, where it's like yeah. it could be, but it also couldn't it could be. be. Yeah, yeah. Um, that actually does give a little bit insight into kind of who you are, also, because I do feel like you're that very much like in the middle person, where you're very much with the fun and the games of everything, but then also kind of understanding sometimes like the seriousness, like the weightiness of certain like aspects and topics, right? And it's good to have that in between. And I feel like you do reside in there quite nicely because <laughs> you're able to take a lot of uh, jokes, <laughs> for lack oh, of yeah, that, I know. for for you know a nicer way to put that, um, bullying from others. Um, it's bullying and hopefully with love and just jokes, but we never know. I, I really care because I enjoy it. Whenever they, they they talk shit about The Rose or like Wusong or something like that. They never talk shit about Wusong, but whenever they talk shit about The Rose, I'm like, eh, you say that, but then you go around and listen to them. I, so Yeah, no, I think it's all in fun. I, I think yeah, it is. because it's you <laughs> people just want to be exaggerated about it uh i i admit i myself have uh called you per- yeah. pervert stuff many times and uh okay, but that, that's like understandable ah okay <laughs> speaking of pervert stuff um one of your mm-hmm. favorite artists uh mr mm-hmm. Won ho has returned mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. on september 14th 2021 so just a few days ago um blue letter Arrived, mm-hmm. debuted, another album mm-hmm. uh, with the song Blue. Um, Won Ho solo debuted September 4th, 2020, 2020 um, with Love Synonym Part 1. Um, two music videos came from that album, Losing Losing You and Open Mind. Um, and then mm-hmm. on February 25th this year, Love Synonym Part 2 um, with the music video Lose. I believe that correct. And right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, all right. So there's a lot, lot to unpack here. Um, we have one ho. We have one ho. I can't even speak. I'm already thinking about his abs. Um, why do you? Why are you a fan? And what was his appeal aside from his uh, physical, uh, physical overwhelmingness that uh, really pulled you in as a musician and artist? Um, I guess he was just very cute. When like his. The balance with Wanho is his body is very much like step on me, but then his way of acting and his personality is very, very cute and wholesome. So that kind of it, it like draws you in. Like compared to the Monster X in general is really great, but then you have Wanho that just stood out to me. And it's like, it's like Taehyung and BTS. Taehyung is like, there's like some that stand out, and those are obviously your bias. So then you had Wanho there that. It's the best of both worlds. <laughs> well, t- tell me more. So we, we, you, you did kind of allude to the fact that there's a little bit of a, um, a uh, what's the word, a conflict, right? A dichotomy, right? Where it's like on the one hand, he's a very like powerful and overwhelming physically, like a physical specimen. Yeah. Um, but I have listened to his music. It is very yeah. vibey. Started it's, off a little dark. Very much. Yeah. Go ahead. It's it's very much. He can do both, like, he, he does both, but he always has something in his songs that always make you happy, or either it's very dark and sexy, I guess. <laughs> and this comeback, surprisingly, because all of my friends voted on the other side, he had a shirt on. He had a, well, there was like five seconds that he didn't have a shirt on, but we don't talk about that. It was just changing shirts. 
but he actually had clothes on and it matches with the song though because the song is very happy it's very wholesome it's honestly it's not that bad like i wouldn't actually like when it first came out i wasn't the biggest fan i if it came out in my playlist i would listen to it i wouldn't really search for it but um i guess that's just personal opinion like it was good. It just wasn't the best either. And that's why I understand why some people didn't like it that much. This song, at least. Well, let's go into it a little bit. So well, let's do a couple things. So yeah. uh, with regards to his lack of clothes, uh, there was mm-hmm. very one clear scene where he's wearing just a jacket and no T-shirt underneath. So I think you are missing that, sir. Um, we don't. We... Yes. Are you overwhelmed? Are you unable to speak? Yeah. Imagining oh. the uh, the the uh, rock hard nature of all the muscles that are uh, peeking through between the uh, ends of the jacket, ends of the coat. Um, Honestly, it's Wonho. It wouldn't be like if he if he actually did ever have a shirt on, then I'm guessing he's sick. And I'm hoping it's his own decision to not have one on, and the company isn't making him not having a shirt on. But I think it's his own decision. It, it feels like he he has a little bit more creative control. Like, as much as we like to joke and, like, think that, you know, it's, it's all fan service, I think there's a very intentional purpose that he himself is directing. So I can... I mean, whenever it's a V-Live, he always manages to have a watermelon, and he always manages to show off his hand. Has he... Yes, a watermelon. Has he crushed the watermelon with his thighs? Not size yet. Head? Not yet. We're waiting for it. What 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 What's it going to take? Like, what is the celebration I point that... I don't... Mm- like does he does like, he need to like win a music show? Has he won a music show? Honestly, don't even ask me. I don't even pay attention to music shows nowadays. What what if he won male artist of the year? Is that I would know? Is that the time that he crushes a watermelon between his thighs? I don't know. But he keeps bringing like a random watermelon into his V lives. I think it's three times already that he has a watermelon in his V lives. And me and my friends are like, why do you need? Why do you have the watermelon? Do you just have it there to slap? Well, probably. And also to tease you. It's like, exactly. oh, imagine that being me. And <laughs> imagine that being me when he crushes it. All right. Um, with regards to the song, he's wearing a ton of clothes. I do like the switch up visually and conceptually. Um, it is high teen. So I do think this is the um, representation of high teen for, for a male artist, which is kind of cool. Yeah. You know, it's uh, the football jock um like yeah. bright nature of everything letterman jacket um and like the oversized shirt and shorts i think that was a nice touch because that was kind of a throwback to like 2000s late 90s <laughs> um but what did you kind of think about you know the brightness of the song the brightness I of really everything it. i did it was really it's it's a fun change of pace compared to these other releases like you have in his previous albums you had some songs that like were bright and fluffy because they were I don't know, We Need was a song for um, his fans. But most of his title tracks were always dark. Um, Look at me, dark, mysterious, that. And this was very, yeah, like I said, it was very fluffy. It was very, I guess, yeah, you could say nostalgic. I don't have, really have football in my life because I'm, a, I'm from Aruba. But um, I, I think the more I listen to it, I'll probably vibe to it more. I'll probably add it to my playlist soon. Because the more I see it on my TikTok, um, the more I dance to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those that you continually get exposed to something that is a little different, but it's from someone that you're familiar with, and yeah. you end up liking it. 
as weird as it is. Because I don't think it's a bad song. I just think it's so different from his other songs. It is. At least for me, because I don't listen to his music very often. So this was yeah. just... Ooh, it was a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think... You know, very, very fun, very nice, like, inclusion into his music for this year. This may be the last song for him for the year, or last, last release. Um, I, I, I would imagine. Yeah. He has released, like, two this year already. Yeah, so I guess we're going to be waiting for next year. But, you know, that'll be probably the winter time. so we'll hopefully get another moody, vibey Wano. I uh, hope. A sweater with the ab window, you know. I have... I have what was it like twenty dollars bet? Then I know I lost twenty dollars this time because we we made a bet on if he had a it was if he was if it was gonna be like the entire MV with our shirt or if he would have a shirt on, and obviously I bet because judging by his comebacks, every time he had less clothing on clothing on, I bet that he wouldn't have a shirt on the entire MV. <laughs> Were you hoping for like a summer beach MV where he's just like by the pool and like? That in that's a, what we thought in a speedo the because, entire time. I mean the, <laughs> I mean you saw no, you didn't see it, but there were comeback photos, and the comeback photos were there were a few that were on the beach, and obviously you would be like ah, okay, like you probably didn't see it. I'll send you the TikTok. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was gonna I, be I'm something. I'm totally gonna watch the TikTok. Totally, yeah, you totally are. Hundred. You say you won't, but you will. Well, with, with all that said. um interesting um previews leading up to the song <laughs> because it kind of didn't yeah. show that in the music video but i do like this direction um artistically as far as like kind of exploring the high teen from the male point of view because i think throughout this year especially we've gotten a lot of high teen with a lot of female artists um sunmi um even Silgi dressed up in a lot of high teen for um some some collaboration she did with somebody i think it was like a tiktok video and then uh, I'm, I'm Stacy girls, you know, but um, I'm very much happy that he he changed it up compared to other artists because I mean this year's this year and last year were a lot was very very dark, like every boy group was dark. Yeah, every and boy group was dark. I do enjoy that. Every soloist yeah. too, most of them except Lucy, but you guys don't listen to Lucy, but. <laughs> Yes, Wolf, we, we get it. You listen to very specific things that only you're Very hard. specific things. Yeah, because, yeah, you guys are just losers. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, <laughs> speaking of a specific artist that you like, that you are definitely the stan of, you are the flag bearer, you are the one person crying with them all the time, The Rose, um, and even one step further, Wusung, um, who released a song this year, Lazy. Um, all right, first of all, Tell me about the rose. I so personally, I've never listened mm. to the rose. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you know. So this is all up to you to convince me to listen to them. Oh no! And describe their music. Describe their music for us, Wolf. Why is it that you, they resonate with you? That's like asking artists like, why are they your favorite artists? Because I don't know. Their their music is great. They're they're very much a K-pop band. I have a thing for K-pop bands. If you didn't realize. I just have a thing for them, and it is four members. You have Hajun, Wosun, Wusun, Dojun, and Jaehyun. Currently, Hajun, Dojun, and Jaehyun are in the military, but they're some of, I think they're releasing next year, I think. Has it been two years already? Um, 2019 was the last album. So, yeah. Fuck. They're coming out next year. Yes. 
or this year december whatever um their music is very much you can either go very happy or very very sad which is the perfect like the perfect thing for me because i either like very either i'm either in the mood for very sad music or very happy music it's mostly sad music but we don't talk about that <laughs> but it's it's the rose i don't know a lot of people say they don't listen to them but then you nationally listen to their music because it's just it's just there it's always been there it's the same with well lucy is a, is a caso aparte it's different because lucy is very much um very happy all the time i don't think they've had a release that isn't happy which is great because compared for me <laughs> that always listens to sad music lucy is very happy and i've probably my favorite group at the moment but I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that The Rose is coming back soon because I really need them. And I'm loving that Wusung is starting to release stuff by, by, his, by, his, by his own, Jesus, English. They're good. But I do miss them all. <laughs> Simp. Um, if you could describe like a setting to put, um, to put The Rose in as far as like to describe their music, um, like how would you do that? Like for me, um, I'll say like Hayes is coffee shop music, mm-hmm. right? Um and uh, the rose is very much it's raining and it's dark and you're sitting in a coffee shop like a coffee shop you have either coffee shop coffee shop in the morning coffee shop like while it's raining they're very much while it's raining and you're in your mood and you're studying or you're reading a book or you're crying <laughs> that actually paints a I, really I nice that. picture yeah no that helps because um yeah, sometimes I just like to use settings as a way to describe music as yeah. opposed to comparing it to other artists who are similar. Um, because like, why then just listen to the other artist? Um, but <laughs> the rose, I think that that helps, um, and that will at least set like my headspace as far as like, how, yeah, how I want to like listen to them. Um, but one person that I do know the music of, and like you said, Wu Song released mm-hmm. "Lazy" just earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, this song is very vibey. It's got a little bit it's of track. Very vibey. It's a little bit of hip hop R and B. Um, the music video is kind of fun. You know, his life's kind of a mess, but he's just vibing. Um, <laughs> at the end, he does this kind of uh, outfit change where the look is very androgynous. Oh yeah, <laughs> pretty cool, honestly. Like it was, it was, so, it was a surprise, but a nice surprise because he was just everyone was was down with it, which I thought was cool. It wasn't like a surprise to everyone in the story. It was kind of a surprise just to the audience. Um, but tell Wu me Sung about this. A, Go ahead. Wu Sung is a very is a person that. Um... As Doug always says, Wusong is always the one that stands out the most from the from the Rose. He's probably the the most well known from them. I think it's mainly because he had a solo he has a solo career apart from the Rose. I think he's had other releases in the past. Um, he had like his album Wolf, his EP Wolf, and he did also ET One and Beautiful Girl. But he he his voice is very very like peculiar yeah you don't see that voice that it's very specific voice when you hear him sing sing you automatically say oh that's Wusong and that's why I love him that much is because whenever he does something you automatically say oh it's it's his voice of that he's being appreciated for it but I do kind of miss that um the rose isn't getting appreciation for it because i mean it's not just him in the group but this release is very much happy and i liked it it was very much i'm just happy because he's coming back and he said that um the rose isn't under the the company that they were under they were under j j and star 
and they had the scandal and whatever and i'm very happy that they aren't under them anymore because that means they can actually release music and i'm just happy in general that he's coming back because <laughs> if he's coming back that means eventually the rose has to come back and he said that they have music planned so i'm just happy in general <laughs> which is very um like contradicting because i mean usually the rose is what i listen to when i want to cry so i'm happy and i'm sad because i listen to them <laughs> yeah no it, it's one of those um you know you you get those emotions out to get that emotional release so then you can feel happy you know that endorphin release when you cry so that's understandable <laughs> yeah no, oh, I, no. I, I i am no stranger to listening to sad music especially the, during fall and winter so uh the emotional grip that group has on my soul if you want if you want to make me cry just play she's in the rain and i'll sob that and pentagon at road to kingdom oh that was but that that was not fair that that was like <laughs> that 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 one was like yeah i have no words i can't even words for that one no no i listened to it the other day still sobbed yeah the, the <laughs> pentagon at road to kingdom was essentially um final boss mode where it's like oh you think you're all equipped you think <laughs> you got you know you leveled up and you you looted everything you got all your all your you, you have all the spells ready to cast no surprise no. i oof no that's and mina always bullies me for it mina always like puts it in chat or something like, yeah stream this and i'm like ah, ha, ha. I, I don't want to cry my eyes off yeah you do that enough on your own um, <laughs> well let's kind of flip into like a more upbeat a group that a yeah. upbeat group a group that uh a group and a very specific artist from this group that has released mm. three very upbeat disco songs in the past year year and a half or so mm. um this is bts and we're mm. going to talk about your favorite member of bts Young, also known as v, v. yeah yeah um go into it why is he your favorite member well I guess from the moment that my sister, my sister, her alt for a long time was BTS. Like that was, she was a fan since like 2013 or something like that, 14, like for a while. And so whenever I would hear BTS music, I was always, Tay's voice would always stand out for me. And then you had his solo, not solo races, but um, WC of Tear with his, um, his release of, um, oh my God, am I blanking on the name? Singularity. And that kind of was the, the seal on the deal that song was like oh okay it was it was purely his voice and very very deep voice and i was like oh, okay he's my bias and from that moment on his personality matched very well with mine in a way and i saw myself in him and my bias rocker is jungkook but i've always thought of it in a way that your bias is who you are and your Bias record is who you want to be in a way of who, how you how you want to see yourself and your bias is who you how you see yourself now. And it matches up in a way because <laughs> Taeyong is always it's always very like she, he's also he's always very serious, but he's very, very goofy at the same time. So it's a it's a type of Wanho, but Wanho is just goofy in general. But Taeyong sometimes it's just, he's just a diva. And so I just love him. And he was BTS was my introduction to K-pop. Like when I first joined the server, like it was March 2019 when I first joined. Um, that's the main reason why I joined the server was BTS because I was listening to. Uh, I searched it up because I was curious. It was the 20th, 29th episode of Soju Talk. It was titled BTS World Domination. 
that's the reason why I joined. Literally that. And for a long time, if you see my chat um, history in the beginning, it was mainly about BTS. Like, primarily about BTS. And that was basically what I was talking about for a few months. And then I slowly converted to signing more groups. And, and here we are. And BTS is still there. Their newest releases haven't really interested me that much. Uh, doesn't mean I'm not an army, but it's just I haven't really listened to them. I haven't really paid attention to them that much, mainly because I don't know. Like Dynamite was good, Butter was good, but then you pushed it one too far for me, and I would prefer I preferred. I don't know. That's a whole other discussion that we can have about BTS and like doing all English songs and like primarily doing the US market. But I'm not gonna start that drama because I'm gonna get hate from Army. <laughs> but it was it was just who I kind of relied on. Tay was Tay and then B on up until I found groups that I liked, which was good. I mean, I made a lot of friends because of BTS. But I do enjoy that I've created my own thing. And yeah, I kind of went off topic there, but whatever. <laughs> no, that was great. No, you said a lot of really interesting and introspective things. Um, I think the first thing that you mentioned about, you know, your bias and your bias wrecker. Um, we do all love to live in the fantasy of, you know, our favorites <laughs> of any group, right? Um, I mm -hmm. am 100% a, a, a culprit of this. I admit it. I'm sorry for everyone who has witnessed and experienced me. But I think it was really beautiful the way that you put that, where your bias is the person that you are in the present moment and your bias record is who you hope to be, or at least the aspects of yourself that you want to yeah. include into your life, right? Yeah. Um, and I think there is a bit of poetry to that as far as like how you can represent that and reflect that into other areas of your life. Um, you know, K-pop is exaggerated. You know, we do this because we need something to help, you know, pass past the time and past past kind of the uh the strain of life mm -hmm. and um if, if you can find like a fantasy way to at least give it a little bit more color a little bit more fun i think it's a really nice way to do that and for you you are very deep in the way that you think about things so it does make a lot of sense that you're able to kind of <laughs> attach yourself in that kind of way um yeah it, forever he will always be my alt tay i i don't know why but he, he will probably always be my alt. like i always i have other alts but he's like top of the top for me and I'm, I'm not sure i think it was just in the, the emotional grasp i guess that he has over me compared to others like wusong is my alt from the rose yeah chan is my alt from lucy um um Ho was my alt from monsa x um but he will always like reign supreme in a way and i probably don't talk to him as much i don't talk about him as much on the server that i used to and that's why people don't really know it that I'm an army, like, recently, but he will forever be there in my mind. <laughs> Just, like, a constant reminder in the back of my head. <laughs> you alluded to a little bit, um, but what is it specifically emotionally that you attach to with regards to his tone of voice, the type of music he has done that is somewhat solo? Um, and speak a little bit more to Singularity. Why was it that song that pulled all of that out for you? I'm very much a, suck a sucker for, like, deep voices. So corpse, like, automatically. But um, when I heard that, it was very much... Um, um, is melodramatic the correct word? It's a very much dramatic song. And 
I always liked that type of tone that it's very much it's very jazzy in a way but it's his voice in general he can do jazz and he's done it before but that specific release did something for me and i'm not sure in my mind it did something for me i think it's just after you read the lyrics and you understand what they're trying to say it kind of like stuck in my mind and i'm not sure why because there were other solo releases they all did a solo release in um that album like that, those two but that one just stuck with me and it was just like ingrained like engraved into my mind and then afterwards i started i started watching you know those k-pop videos you would like introduction to bts or and then you would go through your lives and then you go to funny moments and then when I actually got to know his personality, I was like, ah, okay, he's he's the one. Yeah, he's it. <laughs> he was just very cute. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, there is a developmental critical period in the way that everyone's mind develops, right? Um, I can speak for myself oh, yeah. and just the, the period in which, like, you go from, like, teenager into your 20s, into your college years. A lot of things change psychologically, cognitively. That was not that long ago. That was. Why does it feel like it was so much longer? Because you've what, aged so much in the past few years, Wolf. You've seen the world. Oh no, I was bad. Ooh, ooh, don't talk about me when I first joined. Oh, I'm still bad, but oh, that was cringy. Mm, I should ooh. get your sister on to talk about this. Oh no, no, you should. That's gonna be next no, week, everyone. Just, just, just dogging them with no. <laughs> We're gonna find a way to get those stories out of you. No, please don't. Um, That's really bad. But with with all that being said, it just you know you attaching to the, his voice, um, you know it, it's something in in deep in, ingrained, deeply ingrained in how we all kind of resonate and attach to something that may not be able that we may not be able to fully explain right, um, and then you also went into the rabbit hole of all of the content. From the music videos, from the individual stuff, V lives, fan edits. Obviously, you have that that rabbit hole that you have when you first like getting like into a group. Like every, I think every group you have that. But then I just suck at names. So in general, don't ask me a name. I I suck at names. Like don't ask me anything to go to like. I I stand a lot of groups, but I just suck at remembering names. So they would always be like, "Oh, who's your favorite member?" I would know one member or two members that caught my eye. But then you'd have um i don't know like 17 or nct nct i know some of them because of my sister but day six i know also know some of them by now but don't tell me don't ask me anything but any other groups because i wouldn't know i feel like that's, that's a, just i feel like that's a far more relatable experience than everyone knowing every single member of everyone they listen to i don't know how people do it i, think, I honestly have no clue you know my take is that i think we all pretend to and pretend and act like we know all the names when in fact we oh, have no. Google open like right next to us. Yeah. <laughs> and when someone's talking to us, like, yeah, totally. Like I have the list in front of me. I can name them off. Uh, at least on it. That's how I work sometimes. I will admit it. Yeah, obviously. Um, I opened up, um, I opened up 17 NCT's member list in my tabs. I have them just in case, but I always have that. I have that one friend, I, a friend of mine that also into gave up, but she knows every member's names. Like, every group, she knows them. And she's just really good with names. And I'm just really bad with names. So I always message her regarding a group. And she'll be like, ah, this, 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 and this. And I'll be like, ah, thank you. 
Nice. Well, you have some people who have that encyclopedic knowledge about everything. Yeah. So, um, you know, they are probably like the one in the one in a million kind of thing. They are the exception. We are the normies. Yeah. We yeah. we are the ones that require Google next to us all the time. Um, Google, put a chip in my brain. I'm good with that now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They have one in our arms. Uh, yeah, they already partnered up with all the uh, the vaccine people. So, I mean, just one step further, right? Put it where I can actually use it. Hello? We have the 5G. We just need the connection now. Hmm. Well put. Um, so, you, we, we did talk about this a little bit, but now we're going to go a little bit deeper. Um, your time at Soju Talk. So, mm. I think you did mention you discovered it, um, or at least the server, in March of 2019. Um, you know, yeah. you're, you're a brat, I think is how you're, you're alluding Ooh. to. Um, I, I don't know this personally. I wasn't there. I'm just, th that's what comes to mind. I could be wrong. Maybe you were an I, angel. I joined, I joined the same day as Joker. All right. So let me ask day. you then, would you describe yourself a brat or an angel or somewhere in the brat. middle? Okay. Perfect. Oof, no, that was bad. <laughs> well, obviously you always have that moment. Like you look back to your childhood where like a few years ago and you'd be like, oh damn, that was me. Oof, no, that was, oof. <laughs> we'll go into it but, so what was that like like uh, initially going was, into the server because it was brand new at that point it was it wasn't like to the point where it was yeah today to, today's standards it was brand new but for me there there were always like some members there was always already there but i do remember it being very very always it was always active and even for a server that wasn't that big back then so it wasn't that big when i first joined it was always active and you always had a conversation going on that you can join. But obviously my dominance was only into BTS. So I think for the majority, everything that I said was in BTS or regarding to BTS. Yeah, look, I'm going through my chat right now. Oof, no. But um, I think it was very much, it was very happy. And the main reason I joined in general was because I wanted to talk about it and I was I was already using Discord. I was I just just I've been using Discord for like I don't know, 8 years already. I started when I was really young and I so I wasn't a, like I wasn't weirded out by the idea of joining a Discord about a topic. I was already in a few Discords about other things like gaming and stuff. But this one was the one that stuck to me the most, I guess, compared to the others. And I'm guessing it's just because the interaction was always there. The interaction between you and someone else who was also interested in something you liked was always there and there's always something you could talk about. And that's kind of how it developed. Nice. Yeah, I think the Discord um, has just been like a, kind of an amazing place for so many people over the past like three or four years, right? Um, I think in my head, it was always like Reddit was like the initial place to like get this type of back and forth oh, yeah. communication, but the immediacy, the availability is not the same at all because it's, it's a message board. You post something, you hope to get yeah. a response. Exactly. For this, it's a text chat where it's like you, there, there are people will, that will probably see that right away and can conceivably respond in real time. Um, which is kind of the case today where for the most part, like anywhere you are on the server, you will probably find someone who can talk to you in that like present moment, right? Um, yeah. What? Well, you said it was very active even in the early days. So yeah, what, what did the what did the channels look like back then? Um, I have an idea of it, but I don't think a lot of people do know about like what it was, what what it was formatted as um, when it first started. 
honestly don't even ask me that do you think i remembered i was like three no no i remember some of it i remember there was the same k-pop transfer so there um i think um there was a bot channel too there was general no general was general was something else back then don't i don't remember what but it was something else um general was there and then there was something else above that city of a nation didn't exist the server changed so much since that part like so much was added and like discussed in mod channels regarding what we're gonna add what we're gonna remove how many channels we're gonna keep and whatnot and eventually i think we should have just archived a lot of those channels instead of deleted them because you deleted a lot of the messages that were in those channels but it was the server back then was actually it was really fun it's it's so fun today but back then because it was smaller in a way um you knew everybody that was in there or at least I knew everybody was in there because when I first joined and for like a year and a half after joining, I was really incredibly active. So I was like me and Maul were always, were, were always fighting for number one spot on the leaderboard with like XP and stuff. Like it was just that me and him, ugh, what a bitch, me and him would always um, fight for the number one spot. And it's because I was very much active in that first year. And then as you probably realized like after that I kind of took a dip in like being active for like three months or two months I took off like I would still read everything but I just didn't have the motivation to talk and I think it was mainly because I just got burnt out of discord I've used it so many years after each other and always being active everywhere that I just didn't have the mental capacity to do that more and that's why I like kind of died for like two months and three months and you obviously you had Maul and Doug and everything they would tag me in in the mod chat or something like that and they'd be like hey you good you alive I'm like yeah I'm here I'm just vibing and that's just my reaction automatic reaction now if somebody asks me hey are you there I'm like yeah I'm vibing but it's I do love how the server progressed since that beginning and now it's very much more of a community it was already then, but now it's a bigger community and you have a lot more people and you have a lot more people to, to talk about and you have so many different groups compared to back then because you always had conversation going on, but usually it would be about the same amount of groups, like the same groups, because obviously the people that were in the server had the same alts, like they were the same, they had the groups and they had the same groups they would talk about because obviously it wasn't that big, there wasn't that much variety in groups. But it was always fun, though. And it's always fun now to talk about groups that you like, even if you get bullied for it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't regret at all enjoying it. Yeah. Um, you said a lot of interesting things about the progression um, and how you know, it does feel like it's almost in parallel with K-pop moving west. Where Ooh, yeah. It, it's you know it started off very niche we all had like our one or two favorite groups and we were all able to talk to everyone um i joined mm. november of that year but i wasn't really active until maybe a month or two before the pandemic so i mean i was just like once the pandemic hit it's like i need to socialize i need to be around people somehow so i was just on it all the time i had um discord open on one of my monitors and then my work computer was in front of me and yeah. i just look over um 
but Ooh, I yeah, think, I remember that. yeah, but I think it's an it, it's an important lesson um, and thing that you mentioned about being burnt out from the internet, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because as much as we love to like interact with people and we are like the excitement of something new, especially Discord, especially being able to talk about K-pop, um, I think it was nice that you were able to reflect that you needed that space for yourself. Um, yeah. Do Do you feel like you are a better fan now because you're able to kind of like think, look back, zoom out, and because you took that time for yourself? I think so. I think it gave me time to process everything too, because that was the same time, same period of time that I was. Yeah, it was a, like you had that reaction in the pandemic. I had the opposite reaction. The first month of the pandemic, the first two months, I was still active in in Discord, but then after that, I kind of took off. I'm not really sure why. I think it was I had a break period in the pandemic, and then I had a break period around December this year, like last year, 2020. And I think it was partly because my mental health was getting to a point where I just didn't want to socialize. And that's something that a lot of people don't talk about, but it was the pandemic in general just made you feel so incredibly lonely all the time. And Discord helps in a way, but on the other hand, you don't go to school. I, I used to rely on going to school to socialize. You don't go out, you stay at home every day. That kind of took a toll at one point. Because Discord would be fun. Like, you would go to Discord. There was always be, there would always be someone in voice chat. But at one point, that just didn't work for me anymore. And so that's kind of when I decided, okay, let me take a break. Let me step back. Luckily, my sister was still here doing the panoramic. And um, so I kind of just annoyed her for a while. And we, my mom was always here too. So we kind of just vibed for that period of time. How would you describe your social needs? Um, and I can elaborate. So just the way that you recharge and draw energy, um, is that with other people present or by yourself? I'm weird. I don't know. It's it's always, I I have moments where I really enjoy being around people. And I have, I have moments where I'm very extroverted. I have moments where I'm really introverted. And I think it's depending on my mood of the day, I guess, if something pisses me off, I either want to go to some a friend of mine to get it off of my mind or I want to just stay home and be introverted. And it, it's just a gamble at this point. I don't know why it's like that for me. Like some days I would see you guys in Discord and voice chat. I'll be like, oh, I really let me join. And I do. And then other days I see you guys in Discord. And I'm like, mm, I would just go there and be quiet. So I'm not going to join. So that's kind of how I I don't know. It's my mind. No, it, it's it, it, it's actually like really interesting that you're able to reflect and ha like be able to articulate that because I don't think most people um, can so clearly. Um, I think you do a nice job of at least describing the fact that it's a it's a range of emotions, it's a range of feelings. Um, it's it's very much. I think most of my development as a person has been because of my sister, my sister, and I do see a difference between my friends that have primarily um, a brother, a bigger brother, and a bigger sister. Most of my friends that have a, a sister as a, a bigger sister are much more vocal about their feelings that I've realized. And most of my friends, my two friends that have bigger brothers are not. And like, they're very, very socially, they don't talk about their feelings, they're emotionally unavailable. And so I have my sister to thank 
because she's she always was the person that would tell me eh, don't bottle it up like i made that mistake don't do that just talk about it and it's okay to not be okay cue the k-drama but <laughs> that's I hate, I hate you so much <laughs> I never finished that. That's another discussion. Oh, hold on. Okay. We're getting into deep stuff, and now I'm, like, upset. Because you didn't finish <laughs> that drama. That was the one where I fell in love with Seo Yeji. So, you know, you gotta finish it. Because she's great. That's, she's insane. She's chaotic. But I love that's, it. That's just another problem of mine. It's just I never finish any TV series that I watch. Alright, that's fair. If it, If it's... If it's a bigger problem, the fact that you don't... It is. It really is. Then I'm okay with that. <laughs> because uh, Seo Yeji is... Uh... Like, I've started multiple K-dramas. And I've started multiple TV shows. And I just... I binge-watch them to a point where I fall off. And I don't want to watch her anymore. But then I never get the urge to watch them again. So you go, so too, you really go too hard, hard to start. And then you burn out. Yeah. yeah. And I hate it. Fine. Okay, I I accept the, these terms. Um, but let's go back to your sister a little bit. So, do do you remember any like specific moment, like a critical period where, um, you had an experience with her that she guided you through that really formed and and shaped like who you are as a person. Um, you know, as much or a little as little detail as you can recall. Um, during during the Panasonic, um. Uh, we You're doing great, go... by the way. <laughs> yeah, I went from panoramic to Panasonic. I'm going through all the names for the panoramic. Oh, I almost said panoramic again. Pandemic. Um, we would always go on drives. Like, she would have a driver's license. And we would always go get boba. Addiction. Absolute addiction. But that's just another story. I know this addiction quite well. I, too, yeah, have an addiction. But During quarantine was really bad. Because there was nothing else you could do. You literally just go get boba and you would come back home and it was always during those times where you would go for late night drive which is very cliche but the late night drives are always the best way to talk about what you're feeling they're, like you have boba you, and you drive that's basically what we did and there was always moments where you would have online school and stuff like that and one of the biggest problems i had is because i'm a very i'm a person that loves to talk like weirdly like in person i can either be very introvert or extrovert like i said but at school i would always talk to my teachers i always talk to everybody in class even if they didn't like it i was gonna talk to you uh, which kind of makes sense now but whatever um <laughs> so without that without having that possibility of going to a teacher going to another student in my class and talking to them which obviously you had online class but online class was nothing compared to being in person and talking to someone because you couldn't strike up a random conversation with someone without the whole class being there. And so during the Panasonic and I would have online class, um, my sister and I would go to drives and I would talk to her about it and I would be like, yeah, um, it's going to be a very hard year because first of all, I, I love talking to people. And second of all, I hate studying online. Because I'm a person, I, I, I need to be there to remember it. Because I mostly pay attention in class and then don't do shit when I get home. And this, because of the Panasonic, you had no um, distinction between the two. If that makes any sense, you would have your bed next to your desk. You would wake up, go to school, finish, do your homework, go back to your bed. There was no scenery change for like months. 
and that would have such a bad effect on my mental health um that eventually i had to talk to my sister and i was a person i was like my other friends i wouldn't talk to my sister i wouldn't talk to anybody about my feelings and then i finally decided my sister told me okay you're gonna talk to me because it's enough (laughs) and that's when i started to do that and i don't regret it at all because it's always and then obviously i opened up to some of my friends too but then some of my friends are also emotionally unavailable and useless so (laughs) um yeah it's you know, you, you said a lot. I saw a lot of really. Sorry. <laughs> no, I saw, it, it's all really good things. I think all the things you said is going to help a lot of people at least gain that perspective as well. Because, um, you know, you you should give yourself more credit than you you started off with. I think. Well, I'm going to go a little behind the scenes. So, if, like prior to this, you said like you were going to have issues speaking English because that's not like the language you speak normally. Um, I think you are. I would just stutter. <laughs> far more articulate than you give yourself credit for, to start. And you are able to put into words a lot of thoughts and emotions that I think a lot of people share in common. One of them being emotionally unavailable, having certain people around you who may or may not be um, available um, in that sense. And what you need as a person as far as um, your sounding boards in real life, you know, that physical yeah. presence of people and the, the types of environments that you thrive in which like you can socialize, right? Because like you said, like online school, you want to talk to everyone. Well, you're typing in the chat. Everyone can see it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, or just feel like you you love talking to people, but you also like having that very specific one-to-one connection. So yeah. whether it's like bothering a teacher it's after class, accurate. right? But you yeah. are able to like gain their full attention and then they have yours yeah. as well. So, you know, you do feel that. That, that does resonate. Um, all, all that to say, I think it's, um, really nice to hear that your sister was able to talk you through all that stuff. Um, and from what I know of her, she would be the aggression, the aggressive person to stop you and say, Hey, stop, stop acting up. Like, why are you sad? Why are you depressed? You're going to talk to me. It's, it's always good to have an older sibling because they can always like teach you stuff. Like the moment I, I eventually I'll go to the Netherlands next year to study and I'll have my sister there. And she'll know everything and she can ad- give me advice on what to do and what not to do. And that's always good to have. And it's like, if you are an older sibling and you have a younger sibling, make sure you give your sibling. And if you see your sibling doing something that isn't correct, you you correct them. You teach them. You And you learn from your, like, if you're an older sibling, you learn from things you've done. And you make sure they don't do it. Because I think that's mostly what my sister did with me. And that helped me in a sense that it molded me into a person that was much more open compared to other people I know. And yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good sentiment because I think, you know, oftentimes people aren't comfortable just like giving unsolicited advice. Right. Um, or they feel like a lot of their words fall on deaf ears where, you know, sometimes it does, but oftentimes it's just going to be a source of guidance, whether or not they take it explicitly. Right. It could just be something that yeah. sticks in their head and then decide later, like, oh, that was important. I remember you talking about that like 10 years ago. I'm going to not yeah. do that in the future. Um, but in your case, you feel, it does feel like you and your sister have a great relationship and that you do take a lot yeah. of the things that she says seriously Ooh, and you act on it, which is kind of cool. You know? I, I, <laughs> oh, I was a devil child when I was younger, though. Well, no, but it, it, when I was younger, it was very much oof. I was annoying. 
Um, but as I got older, I think my friend, my sister and I grew very much closer yeah. than when I was younger. But that's obvious because when you're younger, you're more just, you're just a pest. <laughs> very true. Um, you know, before, no. before we close out, I got two things for you. One, mm. what is one story you are willing to share about how awful you were as a child or as a teenager not too long ago? <laughs> um so like i said earlier i said that i would always annoy my sister when i was young like i would always go to her room that was the same thing that would happen when i was younger but it would always be when she had friends over so whenever she had friends over and i regret this to this day i hate the fact that i did it i would be so annoying and i wouldn't leave her room like i would get annoyed if they kicked me out and so I basically, I was just very incredibly annoying and I hate it, but I was like that. I was a person, I was a kid that if my sister had friends over, I had to be in the room and she would hate it. And like, if she had a sleepover, I would always annoy them. Oh, it was annoying. But, and yet like later in later dates, I would always be friends with her friends though, because my sister in general, I'm like at the beginning of the server, you would realize I wasn't that mature, but as I grew more mature it was basically my sister and my other influences from discord i was lucky enough as a like i was really young when i started using discord like i was like 13 14 um so you weren't no. technically able oh, to legally no. use it at that no. point we don't talk about that i kind of i fell into a at least in a good sense i fell into a good community when I was that young. So I always had like older people that would always tell me if I did something, it would be like, no, don't do that. So eventually I got a sense of what not to do and what to do. And I was very lucky in my sense that I fell into a good community because I was, I was very young, that would have been bad. But I still ha I am still friends with those people that I used to know when I was really young. And I was still annoying, obviously. I was still very immature, but it did help me get a sense of just life i guess no just it grew my personality if that makes any sense and then you would join soju talk and you would have that same sense it's it's like a moral obligation in a sense that i also have that now just when you have someone that's younger than you in a discord server you i would try and always tell them oh hey don't do this or do that because you don't you don't want them to take the bad things from Discord or from the internet. You you don't want that. You want them to take the good things and you want them to grow with you in Discord, if that makes any sense. Because I grew with people that were much older than me and they molded me into the person that I am now because I was very young. So I was still in my growing phase. So they molded me into who I am. And then my sister also came along and my mom, my parent, my dad were always... I, had, I have a good family, thankfully. But... I would always say if you do see something and especially nowadays with you would say it's cancel culture but um someone using a slur just a kid or someone just using a slur and you would want to educate them and tell them hey that's not allowed for you to say it's not very nice people don't want you to say that don't say that that's just things that 
I feel like you have a moral obligation to pass on to the next people. And you would always have people that would be like, oh, yeah, just live your life, whatever. Fuck off. It's not your business. But it's it's those type of people that always make it the worst. Because, like, I had a friend the other day that would say a slur. And um, me and my other friend would educate them and be like, hey, don't say that. It's not allowed. And then he would be like, oh, you're just, like, cancel culture cancel culture that's just cancel culture you just want to cancel me I'm like no i don't want to cancel you i just don't want you to make that mistake again because if you did do it again it's gonna eventually lead to people leaving your life and you would actually maybe get beat up on the streets if you do say that so i do think we should in a sense make a distinction between um council culture and non-council culture and just educating someone and that's the big thing that we have to do on Discord. We just have to educate people. And hopefully we do that because I wouldn't want... Let's say Kesali was also very young when he joined. Um, Kesali is still very young, by the way. He is still very young. But when he joined, <laughs> ooh. Um, we did talk to him a few times. And he did take the right message every time. And I, re- that's really enjoyable that he did. And it kind of makes me happy in a sense that we did that because if we didn't, then he would just have stayed the same. And you never know how someone is in the real life and if they had the people to like talk to them about those stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> no, all, all of that was was really insightful. Um, you know, you kind of took it in like a million directions and I do feel yeah, like it all... Yeah, I did. Sorry. No, you're, you're great. You're, you're doing really great. Don't worry. Don't apologize. Uh, <laughs> you, it, it's all stemmed from the compassion and empathy that your sister showed to you, right? And those learning moments that you had in yeah. your formative years and what you want to perpetuate as far as being in a digital space, being on Discord, you know, having friends on the internet. Twitter. Um, and like pushing Twitch. Twitch all, all of the places, right? And... Um, you know, letting those messages kind of resonate for the next generation, for the kids coming behind you. Um, and I think those are all really good things. Um, things that are far wiser than I could ever have imagined me saying at my <laughs> at, at your po- at my at my age at your point in your life. Is that how? I don't even know. Like a hundred years ago, when I was your age, because I am a freaking senior citizen. Uh, whatever it is. Um, hey, that's senior abuse. <laughs> Well, thank you for advocating for me. Um, I don't need it because I probably won't remember it tomorrow because I, um, I'm very old and you know, memory capacity. Just like I a know, you have to go take your nap soon. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> I got to have dinner at four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> um, with all that being said, um, I think you kind of nailed it. But you know, if you could pick one hopeful thing for the future, whether that's on the internet or for yourself in real life, what is something that you want to leave? The audience with today um be yourself because i always struggled with that for a while when i was younger at least recently i've accepted i'm, I'm not gonna like be a fake person anymore i'll just be myself and anybody that doesn't like that self can fuck off so my my main thing for you just like for them to know is just don't hide your true self because you're scared of what other people have to say about you just be yourself you'll be much happier with yourself and eventually you'll find people that will resonate with who you are as a person well said 
very beautiful. Um, and it all kind of wraps into this uh, idea of loving yourself from, mm-hmm. from uh, some some band, some group. Some band. I don't know. New group. Yeah, you know, uh, behind the scenes, something like that. All right. Um, Wolf, amazing conversation. Thank you for being very candid, very open, and running Oof. with a lot of topics and conversation points. Um, very all over the place. but No, Um <laughs> Again, like kind of a peek behind the curtain, you were very concerned that you were not going to have anything to say. I probably (laughs) did less talking on this episode than I have in many others. So I do appreciate that you were able to carry a lot of the conversation and give a lot of insight into who you are as a person. (laughs) All right, uh, let's sign out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Soju Sessions on the Soju Talk Nation podcast feed. Subscribe on YouTube, follow on Spotify or your preferred podcast platform, and continue the conversation on the Soju Talk K-Pop Podcast Discord. For Wolf, this is Crispy, and this has been the Soju Sessions. <laughs>